welcome. This is a message from Victory Church. We trust you'll be inspired and encouraged by today's message. And so just quickly tonight, I thought it'd just be great to share some keys on how we can stay motivated. Do you want to stay motivated? <laughs> Do you want to get motivated maybe to start with? <laughs> Let's not worry about starting it. Let's just get it. All right. <laughs> you can tell I'm tired. All right. Keys to staying motivated. Number one key to staying motivated is you've got to love yourself. Now, I know Tony covered this this morning, and I want to recommend that you download that message from the internet. But the first key to staying motivated is to love yourself. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. If God can love us, this is the greatest truth that I see. If God can love me, then I can love me. Because God knows everything about me, and he still Loves me. Love is the greatest source of motivation. Love is what motivated God to send Jesus to redeem us. And we've seen and heard stories um, of people when their children, you think of parents when their kids get into trouble, you've heard stories of when mums have lifted literally cars off of ba- off their kids because a car has fallen uh, off the jack and has fallen onto a child. It's just incredible feats. That in the natural, normally a mother wouldn't go around lifting a car unless she's a power lifter. All right, or she's training for the bloke and she wants to be in on the stand next time. But an incredible, but what is that? That it, the motivation is love and seeing her child there stuck and just we're not even thinking about it. What she can do that's a motivate. Love is a great motivator. So we need to love ourselves. I remember, and this you might think this is funny, but when Tony and I were first dating, we were young, we, did, we couldn't drive. So Tony didn't have a license. I lived at Banksy Apart. He lived at Parra Hills. He used to ride his bike to my house to come and see me. Actually, it wasn't even to come and see me. He used to ride his bike on a Saturday afternoon after he'd played soccer in the morning to watch me for an hour play netball, to see him in the breaks. And at the end of netball, say, thanks for coming, see ya. I'd go home in my car with mum and dad and he'd ride back home. Motivation, love is a great motivation. All right, so if you're thinking about, oh, you know what, I've heard some great stuff at church, I've heard some great stuff in a seminar, I've heard some really good stuff at conference, the first key to keep the motivation, the first key for you to be able to put things into practice that you've heard is you've got to love yourself. If you love yourself, you'll care for yourself. You know, sometimes when you're trying to lose weight or you're trying to look after yourself, if you love yourself, actually you'll watch what you eat. If you love yourself, I'll exercise. I'm not saying you have to be Mr. Australia or Miss Australia. Or you've got it. I'm just saying you'll just look after yourself. You'll understand I need energy to be able to do what I want to do. I want to play with my kids. I want to have energy to be able to run around and look after them. You'll look after yourself. You'll eat right. You'll exercise right. You'll think right. Tony was talking this morning about unforgiveness is like drinking poison and expecting someone else to die. If you love yourself, you won't harbour unforgiveness. All right, so the first key to motivation is to love yourself. The second key to motivation, I believe, is to be yourself. Be yourself. There's nothing more taxing than trying to be something or someone else. 1 Peter 4.10 says, Each of us should use whatever gift he has received to serve others, faithfully, faithfully administrating God's grace in its various forms. We do not live in a one-size 
fits world. I get tired. We were recently in Bali and you're looking for all their cheap deals and you ask the lady, what size? They go, one size. Now, have you seen the Balinese people? They look like this. I'm like, my 14-year-old daughter won't even fit in that. And you're telling me one size. Like, are you for real? We don't live in a one size fits world. And so we just have to be ourselves. It doesn't all work for everybody the same. Have you ever gone, if you, I'm on the health and fitness thing, but have you ever gone to a bookshop and thought, you know what, I really want to get in shape, so I want to watch, I want to cut the sugar out, I want to do some things, just have some energy being healthy. Have you ever been to the books section, either at Big W or Target or one of the bookstores? Have you seen how big the section is for health and exercise? Now, if it was a one-size-fits-all world, there'd be one book. But there's hundreds, thousands of books, because not one thing works for someone that would work for someone else. You've got to find what works for you. It's about being yourself. We're talking, how do you stay motivated? Be yourself. We're all different. Some of you actually enjoy being up after nine o'clock at night. Some of you don't get up until after nine o'clock at night. We're, We're different. Tony was saying this morning, and it's true, nothing good happens in our house after nine o'clock. It's just, it all downhill after, if we're out, it's like, oh, it's nine o'clock, we better go home because we could start saying something, doing something, whatever wrong. It's just not good. We're not night people. So everybody's different. And we're talking about how do you stay motivated? You've got to be yourself. Oh, good thing I brought my notes because I just lost them on there. (laughs) See, when you're yourself, you would try not to use an iPad to preach from to be like the boys because you're just technologically retarded (laughs) and it just doesn't work. So we'll go back to the notes. We're all different. Find what suits you. Pen and paper, people. It suits me. It works for me. Find what suits you and be yourself. Can I let you know something? When we share testimonies and stories, they're examples. They're not standards. So sometimes you hear a story, or this is what works for me, and I get it, sometimes we can be quite convincing, but it's an example. It's not a standard. It's not like they did it, I'm going to do it exactly like that. It's like, you know what, this is what works for me. Get the principle of it, not that it's got to be done that way, all right? It's not a one-size-fits-all world. Be yourself. There is only the one person in the world who can do a really good you. And do you know who it is? You, yes, you. You do you better than anyone else can do you. And like I said, there's nothing more draining than trying to be somebody else. 1 Timothy 4.4 says, everything God created is good. Say it with me. I am good. I am good. All right, be yourself. I'm talking about how do you stay motivated? How do you take what you've heard either at conference or in church or at a seminar somewhere, how do you take that and keep that in your life? How do you stay motivated? Be yourself. Thirdly, you need to feed yourself. 1 Peter 2.2 says, Like newborn babies crave pure spiritual milk, so that by it you may grow up in your salvation. Just like you need food for energy, we, our souls, that's the will, the mind, the mind. we've just done the whole series on soul detox. Our souls need feeding. We just, you know what, if sometimes if I treated my physical body how I treat my soul, I'd be in dire trouble. We need to feed our souls. We need to read. 
Reading your Bible. Get If you don't, if you struggle to read, there's so many applications now where you can have the Bible read to you. There are Bibles you can have. See, if you're still into CDs, uh, if you're into DVDs, you can watch them, you can hear them. They come with all sorts of sound effects now. You can have cows mooing in the background as someone's reading you the Bible. We need to read. No, seriously, you can. There's one and you hear moo. <laughs> I've got it. All right. Read. Read books on inspirational people. So the Bible is great and you don't replace it. But you know what? You need some motivation. If they, they Find a book that's with the area you're trying to work with. Read that. Then motivate biographies, reading biographies and just seeing how people have overcome and what to do. Again, examples, not standards, but it's feeding your soul. If you want to stay motivated, you need to feed yourself. Listen to teaching CDs, music CDs. Look for things that motivate you. Big things, massive things, but small things. Inspiration is everywhere. Honestly, it's everywhere if you're looking for it. I mean, if, if the weight thing's for you or the exercise, the getting healthy, I mean, there's the biggest loser. There's all these programs on TV. They should motivate you. You should be able to see their struggles and what they do and think, you know what? I can do that. If you're struggling relationally, there should be marriages around you. You think, you know what? That is what I want. There's so many bad examples, but find good examples. Find things that will motivate you and say, you know what? That couple, the way they do life, that couple, how they parent, Whatever the issue is for you, that person, how they are successful in their singleness and their overcoming, I'm going to get around that person. Motivation is around you. You just need to look for it. Inspiration, I should say, is around you. You need to look for it. Fourthly, remember, just quick keys on how we can stay motivated. You need to organize yourself. Ecclesiastes 3.1 says, There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven. A.A. Milne says this, One of the advantages of being disorganised is that one is constantly making exciting discoveries. (laughs) You need to be organised. We're talking about how do you stay motivated? Be organised. Okay, some keys on how to be organised is know what you want to achieve. How many times have we said, you know what, if you want to achieve this, you've got to start at the end and work backwards. If this is what, if I want to go to medical school, then there are certain subjects at school I need to complete. Apparently, Typing, home ec, and what else did I do? Although I didn't do home ec because I can't cook now. I must have failed that. But if I want to do medical school, there are certain subjects that I've got to do. I've got to look at the end and then work my way back from that. This is what I need. This is what I have to do to achieve that. Know what you want to achieve. Start at the end. Even with the health and fitness, you know what? If it's about actually at 50, I just want to have energy to do the things that God has called me to. I don't want to get to heaven and God say, you know what? I had all these plans, but I just didn't have the energy or the, I didn't look after my body. I'm not, again, I'm not talking perfection. I'm just talking having the energy, having the soundness of mind, having the ability, the, the physical health, just about to do that which he's called me to do. Start at the end and work backwards. Develop a routine that leads to that end. Your daily routine is the key to your future. People say, how do I get to know God more? How do I get to know scripture more? It's like, well, what are you reading? Oh, I'm not reading anything. It's like, well, you know what? Your daily routine shows me where you're going to go. So start daily routine. Read your Bible. You'll be amazed what, because what goes in comes out. And we know that physically what goes in has to come out. But you'll be amazed at what you, if you just develop that reading and then you put in situations where you, things that come to your memory, you go, oh, I know a scripture about that. Oh, things because you've been feeding yourself, it's going in 
it will come out. So develop a routine that leads to the end. And how do you develop a routine? Keep a diary. I know this is practical, but I really want to leave you with something that you can hang this on. Something you go, you know what, I want to be able to stay motivated, so I want to, I want to put some things in practice that will help me. So keep a diary. Someone once said, show me your diary and I'll show you your future. And how's this with a diary? Use it. The first three diaries I ever bought looked great in my handbag. Never wrote on them. Never did anything, but I bought a diary. So use the diary. Place entries in it in order of importance. There are two things that are difficult to get people to do. One is to do things in order of importance. The second is to continue to do things in order of importance. A major key to success is to do first things first. I was sharing with the girls yesterday that, you know what, dessert is a reward for eating your vegetables. And we often put things off and put things off and put things off and then wonder why we've got no energy and no time. It's because it's sitting in the back of our head and it's actually drawing energy from us because we just know, like, if I procrastinate and put it off, I'm, I'm doing other things. We've got to do first things first. John Maxwell says, hard work is the accumulation of easy things you didn't do when you should have. Easy things that you didn't do. If we just did it when we should have done it, it wouldn't be hard work. We're like, oh, it's hard work to do that. It's hard work scrubbing toilets because I haven't scrubbed them for six weeks. It's like, ooh, smelly work too. All right. And uh, thirdly, we're talking about developing a routine is look at it regularly. It's no point having a routine if then you never refer to it. I've got a great routine, but I don't look at it. We have in, on our house, on our fridge, a family planner. So it's seven days of a week, five spaces with the kids, with the kids, with all of us, mum, dad, three kids, everything's written on there. So, but you know what? As good as that is, if I get up in the morning and don't look at that, refer to that, I might not remind Mitchell that Wednesday he has to take his cricket gear to school because he's got cricket practice. I've really got to refer to it. So he'll come home and say, oh, I, went, I didn't have my cricket bat and I didn't have my hat and I didn't have this and I didn't have that. It's like, we've got a routine. You know what? Re- refer to it. Look at it and say, okay, this is here for a reason. I need to look at it to remind me. We're talking about how to develop a routine that leads to an end goal. Look at it regularly. Fifthly, enjoy yourself. Proverbs 17.22 says, A cheerful heart is good medicine. But a crushed spirit dries up the bones. If you don't remember anything, can you remember this? Enjoy the journey. Just enjoy it. We're talking about motivation. How do I stay motivated? How do I put into practice this knowledge? How do I apply it to my life? Well, one of the keys is to just enjoy yourself. One of the most tragic things I know about human nature is that all of us tend to put off living. We're all dreaming of some magical rose garden over the horizon instead of enjoying the roses that are blooming outside our windows. That was from Dale Carnegie. Being too serious will demotivate you. One of the best pieces of advice I got before I got married was just to enjoy my wedding day. I've seen so many brides get so... You've heard the term bridezilla? Like, so many brides get so uptight and so... You know what? Sometimes things are just out of your control. You cannot control the weather. You order flowers. You order a dress. You've got your bridesmaids. You've, got, you've, you've planned what you can, but the day comes. It's so much is out of your control. You just got to enjoy the journey. 
And it was one of the best bit of advice I got for our wedding day. It's like, you know what, you can even, if you watch our wedding VHS, if you know what they are, they're videos, because that's how long ago it was. You even hear me say on there, someone asked me a question, and it was something quite important. I'm just going, I don't care. <laughs> like, I don't care. You know what, for me, I'm getting married. I would, I would have rocked up. No, I probably wouldn't have rocked up Starkers. But anyway, I, would have, I wouldn't have cared if I just sort of whatever because I just got into that. You know, I'm just going to enjoy this day. This day is all about me and I'm going to enjoy it. We're going to have fun and I'm just not going to let anything ruin it. Enjoy the journey. We're talking about how do you stay motivated? Enjoy the journey. Take out, take time out and enjoy what you're doing. You know, I see so many parents and myself included, we sometimes get so busy looking after our kids or providing for our kids, we forget to enjoy them. But they're there to be enjoyed. You know, like, how many times do you find yourself saying, no, stop, no, no, BJ, can we do this? And I'm too busy doing things rather than play with her. And you, that gentle tap on the shoulder from the father saying, hang on a second, like, she just wants some time with you. Enjoy the journey. Don't get so bent out of like, don't you know, Bailey, I am trying to earn some money so that I can give you those toys. And she's like, you know what? Keep your toys. Just come with me. That's what a lot of the time they're saying. So enjoy yourself. Don't get too serious. Take time out. Enjoy what you're doing. We have the privilege of traveling. And often one of the questions people ask me is, do you miss your kids? which I do in the natural, but what they're asking, the question often I find women are asking me is they're wanting me to say, oh, you know what, I'm so heart sore, I just can't survive without them. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm actually enjoying this. And then you feel really bad. Like, am I supposed to not be enjoying the fact that they're not with me? Oh, I didn't know. But I've just learned the art of I'm away. It's an opportunity for me. I know my kids are being looked after. We ring home and we and we time with, but I spent quality time with them before. I'm going to spend quality time when I get back with them. And right now I'm going to spend quality time with me and he. So it's like, cool. I'm actually enjoying it. Take time out to enjoy it. Laugh at yourself. Remember we're talking about, don't be too serious. Enjoy yourself. Laugh at yourself. Don't take yourself or life too seriously. Here's a revelation. Nobody's perfect. Not even you. I know, you just sat there and went, she's not talking about me. Yeah, not even you. Nobody is perfect. We all have bad days, bad hair days, bad days at work. We eat badly. We even preach badly. It's just, it happens. Don't panic. It's a part of life. Every successful person has had many bad days. How's this for a statistic? Thomas Edison made 10,000 attempts before he got the light bulb. It's just like, you know what? A bad day is a bad day. You do not have to make a bad day a bad year, a bad week, a bad month, a bad decade, a bad lifetime. A bad day does not make you a bad person. There's been plenty of days I've just had to say to my kids at the end of the day, I don't know who that person was that was impersonating your mother, but she's sorry. (laughs) It's a bad day. I'm sorry. I don't know what went wrong. I don't know... Am I bad normally? It's just a bad day. Kids, I'm sorry. I don't then go and beat myself. I'm saying, I'm a useless mother and I should be fired from this job and you know, God should take my kids away from me and I should never be given a license to have children. It's like, it's a bad day. A bad day is a bad day. It does not make you a bad person. And then finally, we're talking about keys to staying motivated, is you've got to reward yourself. Genesis 1, it says, After everything... 
God created. God created this. He rested. God created this. He rested. It says at the end of it, it says, and God saw that it was good. God celebrated after he created something daily. And you know what we did last night? Conference, busy season. Kids have been really good in terms of not much time for them. Conference finished last night. Pack up finished. I went home and we went, hey, kids, let's go out for dinner. It's like, you know what, let's just spend some time with them. We were with another couple and they hadn't seen their kids and one of their kids was playing up a little bit and mum was like, oh, and I went, you know what, let him go. Seriously, it's not like he's hanging from the rafters. He's not killing anyone. It's, you know what, yeah, you would normally pick that up, but just reward him. He hasn't seen you. He's feeling like he's been away from you. That, you, can, you can sort that out later. Reward him. Just enjoy. We said to our kids, hey, Bailey came home. She said, can I have chocolate? Yes. Can I have this? Yes. You know, can I have, can I, can I? She was like, oh, I'm in now. Like ice cream, chocolate. Yeah. Reward yourself. We don't live like that all the time. It's just a time to reward her and just say thanks for, you know, putting up with what's been happening these last couple of days. Reward the kids. Reward yourself. If, if you put it into the natural, if you are trying to eat healthy, we, we do something we call a, we have a junk food time. There's a time once a week, usually Monday night, have a movie, family junk food night. Just it's a little reward for being really good during the week. If you are, again, watching things, I always often say to women, you know, set little rewards. If you're trying to lose weight, you might not want to go and buy a new outfit, but maybe um, give yourself a pedicure or give yourself a manicure. Do something that's a little reward. Just say, hey, here's a goal and I reached it. We're talking about how to stay motivated. Remember, in closing, motivation starts with you. And that's why we were laboring this morning that you've got to have a healthy view of you. You can't love the person next to you if you don't love yourself. You can't love the people that are in your sphere of influence that God is wanting you to connect to and to shine light into their situation if you don't love you. And you need to keep your motivation to make the changes that God is asking you to do so you can be better equipped to do all that he's asking you to do. And you have to realise you are worth the effort. Staying motivated requires loving yourself, being yourself, feeding yourself, organising yourself, enjoying yourself, and finally, rewarding yourself. Amen. Thank you. This is the end of the message. Thank you for taking the time to listen, and God bless.